0: You're listening to the Earn That Body Podcast, episode number 60. Welcome to the Earn That Body Show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. Welcome back, everyone. This is Podcast. I can't believe we are already at sixty episodes. I feel like I just started podcasting, and I can't tell you how much I absolutely love being a part of the podcast world. It's so much fun to share all my information about health and fitness and nutrition, and it's something I like to give away free every single week because it truly is my goal to pay health forward. So, what does that mean? It means I just want to help educate people to get healthy, to be healthy, and to do it in a sustainable way. So today we're going to talk a little bit about injury because it's something that I have recently gotten over and I learned some lessons from this injury. So even if you're not injured, I would gather you're going to learn a lot from the lessons that I learned from breaking my foot. So again, it doesn't have to pertain to an injury. It might just be a challenge or an obstacle that comes your way. And these are the kind of lessons that perhaps you can learn. Now, that being said, you might be sitting here going, no, I don't need to learn any lessons and obstacles and obstacle. Trust me when you hear some of the things that I learned And I think you might be able to relate it to many areas of life. And it's really important, especially if you do have an injury, that you listen to some of these, especially if you're an athlete, because I know how we athletes get, because it might save you from a nagging injury that never, ever goes away. So for anybody who does not know me or follow me on Facebook, which you absolutely should, follow Earn That Body, follow Kim Strassman Eagle on Facebook, you might or might not know that, I was training very hard for the London Marathon that happened a couple months ago. I was determined to qualify for Boston for the first time. I never worked so hard in my life. My speed was probably at its peak. I think I was in my top physical shape of all time. And then a few weeks before the marathon, I dropped a ladder on my big toe, (laughs) which actually you'd think, oh, that's what did it dropping the ladder on my toe was not actually the issue the issue was that after i dropped a ladder on my toe my toe definitely hurt it was bleeding a little bit and a few days later i had a 15 mile run well Because my toe was hurting a little, even though I didn't even realize it, I was compensating how my foot was hitting the ground with every step. Now, you can imagine if you hit your foot in the wrong spot for 15 miles because of this toe that's hurting, something can happen. And that is the first day that I started feeling pain underneath my foot. I didn't know what it was. It was completely bugging me. It, it was a terrible run for me for many reasons that day. I was also getting sick. But it was the first time that I felt this problem under my foot. It was very uncomfortable. So I have to assess and guess that that is when it started. And that's what started it, was dropping this ladder on my toe. Anyway, a couple weeks went by, and I kept telling myself it was nothing, it was nothing, and I kept training on it until it got to the point where the pain was getting worse and worse. I had to go to the doctor. The doctor did not see a stress fracture on the x-ray because it can actually take a couple weeks for a stress fracture to show on an x-ray. But from his palpation and from what he saw and what I was telling him, he was fairly certain that I had a stress fracture or about to be a stress fracture not quite what you want to hear three weeks before your marathon right well he did say i could go ahead and i could uh do the marathon i had to let pain be my guide and i had to be smart if i felt excruciating pain when i'm out there i would have to pull myself off the course so i was put in a boot for three weeks before this marathon and my orthopedic doctor and my podiatrist (laughs) i had every kind of doctor going for me at this point they said if you stay in this boot for three weeks there's a good chance you could heal enough to do the race so i listened to my doctors i went in the boot i didn't do anything all i did was swim and aqua jog which is a total thrill not (laughs) and i listened to the doctors i got to london i did a couple practice runs um right before the race and i'll be honest it it did not feel good. I could still feel that spot under my foot. And it wasn't excruciating, but you think about it and you say, well, if I'm, if I'm struggling to run three miles right now, how the heck am I going to run 26.2 on race day? So needless to say, I was terrified. I've never been afraid of a marathon before. I've been afraid of being uncomfortable, and I I certainly have raced and, and wanted to hit a goal, and that made me nervous. But this race made me more nervous than ever because I really wasn't sure if I could complete it. And I didn't care if I had to walk half of this race in my heart i just wanted to do the london marathon i traveled a long way my family came with me and i wanted to see the finish line no matter what so i was already prepared to walk as much of this race as i had to but i was sort of terrified for what the doctor said meaning if i feel something excruciating i need to pull myself off the course so that sort of set up A definite fear in my heart because I didn't want to do it. I didn't know if I would pull myself off the course. I didn't know what that would look like. Anyway, to make a long story short, I did the London Marathon. I got through the first half pretty well, quite honestly. Um, The second half, I had to start walking, and that's fine. So I walk around the second half. I did it. I got to the finish line. I'm super proud of myself. It is probably. My all-time favorite marathon, not because it was my fastest, because it absolutely was not when you're walking half of it, um, but because it meant the most to me in my heart that I was able to overcome a lot of different issues just to see the finish line. Now, when I got home, they x-rayed my foot because it definitely hurt a little more than it did when I went out there, and now they could definitely see a break in the foot. They put me in the boot. Six weeks, I could not work out. Okay, well, that being said, I could work out, but I could not run for six weeks. And this is where my lessons begin. All the things that I learned while I was in the boot for six weeks have honestly changed me a little bit as an athlete, as a person, as the way that I look at things. And this is what I think really pertains to so many of us when an obstacle comes our way. So whether it's an injury or just a challenge – Take a listen to these lessons and tell me if you think any of these could pertain to you at some point when that challenge comes along. So lesson one for me was if not A, then B. And what do I mean by that? Well, I have a lot of clients who get injured and they sort of throw their hands in the air and say, okay, that's it. I can't work out now. Well, the doctor didn't tell me I couldn't work out. He told me I couldn't run. He said I could still go on my bike on the trainer, so not outside, but on the trainer where I'm sort of more protected. I could swim as long as I didn't put a fin on my foot. I could lift weights with the upper body, mostly in a seated position, and I could let pain be my guide, but absolutely no walking, no running, no jumping, anything like that. Well, if not A, which is running, then B, I'm going to find every other way that I can burn some calories because that is important to me. I feel good. I feel healthy when I work out. And I just didn't want to lose all of that that healthy aspect of my cardiovascular system to not work out for six weeks, I would have felt terrible, right? So I made all those things happen. My lesson one was kind of a piece of cake for me. If not A, then B, I did all those things. I swam, I biked, I did yoga very cautiously because that is on my feet. So there were a lot of things I could not do in yoga, but I would just skip those moves or modify them. I lifted weights and I stayed in great shape during my six weeks. So I ask you if you have a challenge, if you have an injury, is there an A or a B? Can you, if you can't do A, can you do B? Because that's an important lesson. Don't just throw your hands in the air. Find a way. My lesson two was I can stop running and guess what? Not gain weight. If you knew how many friends I have and clients I have that they depend on running because they think it's the only way that they can stay at a certain weight, or it's the only way that they can lose weight if they run, that is when they burn the most calories. So they're so fearful to stop running in fear that they're going to gain weight. Well, I will have you know that I stopped running for six weeks and I did not gain any weight at all. So there's two reasons why. For one, I just told you, if not A, then B. So I did B all the time, right? I still got my workouts in. I probably did not burn half as many calories as I normally do because I couldn't push my foot on the trainer quite as hard. I couldn't use my fins in swim class when everybody was powering through fast sets. But I didn't stop moving. I still kept moving, okay? That's important. But another reason I didn't gain weight is because this is what I tell all my clients when they get injured. You cannot gain weight because of not working out. Okay. Let me say that again. You cannot gain weight from not working out. It just doesn't happen. You only gain weight from eating too much. All right. So it kind of takes a load off some people's shoulders when they realize that because they think injury means weight gain. No. You have to watch your nutrition maybe a little bit more, watch what you're eating, but you can actually sometimes lose weight a little bit easier if you're not working out because exercise is stress on the body. So primarily for my athletes who do a lot of intense exercise, we're talking two hours a day, they're running, they're biking, they're swimming. Very intense exercise is stress on the body, and that can make weight loss very tough. So I always tell people, don't come to me when you're training for an Ironman to lose weight. Come to me in your off season. It'll be a little easier. Now, that being said, I still train many people while they're training for their Ironman, but it's harder to lose weight. So if you have an injury, don't throw your hands in the air and think, I'm going to gain all this weight. Instead, say, I'm going to get so diligent about my nutrition right now that I'm actually going to lose more weight from being off because you can't gain weight just from not exercising. So think about that. It's your choice. If you're going to eat cake every day and not work out, that cake is what's making you gain weight, not the fact that you didn't work out. Okay, lesson number three. This is where it gets a little more emotional, I guess you could say. What I learned in lesson three was what is truly important. And this is where it starts to go into more areas of your life. So even if you're not injured, if you didn't get a job, if you didn't if something didn't work out your way, this is you have to ask yourself, what is truly important here? Now, in my situation, I mean, I I love to run and I'd be lying to say that I didn't miss the running during those six weeks. I happen to live with two triathletes, my husband and my son. They're triathletes and every time I saw them going out for their long runs, my heart did break just a little bit. But I also knew that the only way to heal properly was to truly give this foot what it needed, which was a hundred percent rest and listening to my doctor fully. So that being said, I realized what's really important to me is not what was my pace Am I going to PR my, my 5K? Am I going to Boston qualify? Oh my God, am I going to, you know, hit this time, hit that time? And that's a little bit of what started happening in my life as I was training for London and I was training so hard and I was so committed to Boston qualifying that I was losing sight of what's important to me in terms of the running especially. And what is important to me? What did I learn? Being able to run. Is so much more important to me than any pace I could hit any qualifying time all I want to do as I get older is be able to continue with running and maybe I won't be as fast that's fine but I don't want to be in this situation again where I'm in a boot and I can't do what I love and I love to run so I've really come into this very you know legitimate place with myself of what is important to me now it's to run Would I love to be a fast runner? Yes. Does this mean I'm not gonna shoot for goals? No, I'm still gonna have goals, but I'm always gonna try to keep it in perspective. And so I encourage you to do that as well with any obstacle or challenge you might have. Lesson number four, I learned a lot of patience. Yes, you put yourself in a boot for six weeks and you learn patience. My doctor made it very clear that I could not run. I needed to stay in the boot even if my foot was feeling better, I could not run. Now he did say I could walk if I didn't fall in a pothole. That was his biggest concern. If at some point at the four week marker, it's feeling good, you can walk in a shoe slowly, but his concern was that I I could fall or trip. So I had to be very cautious at around week five when I did start doing some walking. But I had to be patient because I wanted this to heal and people who get injured especially athletes they start to feel better and they just go right back and so they don't really listen to their doctor right so my doctor said 6 weeks but i actually felt really good at 4 weeks i had barely any pain at 4 weeks but i know that my doctor had a reason for 6 weeks right um for for playing it but you know he wanted me to play it by pain and he was very serious about that so i ask you if you're an, if you're an athlete Or even not an athlete. But if you're injured and you go to the doctor to find out what's wrong, and then you create your own treatment plan, even though the doctor told you to do A, B, and C, but you decided to just do A, well, then why did you even go to the doctor, right? The doctor knows best in most situations, and if you don't trust your doctor, you should get a second opinion, all right? So be patient no matter what the obstacle is. For me, it was a broken foot. For you, Maybe, again, maybe you lost your job and you have to be patient to find the right job right now. It would be really easy to just jump and take the first job that comes along, but that might not be the best job. Be patient and believe in the process. Now, the last lesson that I learned, lesson number five, and this one goes to so many areas of life, everything happens for a reason. So am I thrilled that I broke my foot? No, it doesn't bring me joy that I broke my foot. I'm not thrilled that I had to walk, run the marathon by any means. But I do know that everything happens for a reason. And perhaps the reason for me was I needed to take a step back. I needed to put things in perspective. It's very easy to let those marathon goals sort of overwhelm you and take over. Uh, I feel like this injury really grounded me. It made me feel like I could actually do anything. Well, honestly, after the London Marathon, completing a marathon with a broken foot definitely made me feel like if I could do that, I could do anything in life. But I definitely just feel a little more grounded. I know it happened for a reason. I needed to be slowed down. I needed to learn how to have patience, how to sort of see the glass half full. And honestly, I did an Ironman with no injury. I did Escape from Alcatraz triathlon last year with no injury. What a gift that was for me. I mean, I did four marathons with no injury ever. This is the first injury I've really ever had. So sooner or later, it was going to happen. And the best thing I can do with this injury is learn from it. Learn from it in an emotional way. Learn from it in a physical way. Um... I just think that that's really important in so many areas of our life. So I'm very lucky as an athlete to say that, you know, that was my first injury. And although I can, you know, I'm not going to look back and say, what if this had not happened? Because I would so much rather look forward and think, wow, I sure, I sure learned a lot from that injury, and I can't wait to see what is ahead for me in life. I think that is a much more positive way to look at things when things don't go your way. And so I really encourage you all to take a look at your injury or your obstacle that comes your way. See what you can learn from it. See how it can humble you. And whatever you do, see how you can turn that lemon into some darn good lemonade. (laughs) Because that's what I had to do for six weeks. I had to make lemonade out of all those lemons. That's everything for today. Thank you so much for listening to the Earn That Body podcast. I have some great programs going on right now, all online, because everything I do is online. I train online with health, and fitness, nutrition, and I have some great workout programs that I have opened up for summertime only that you can start now. So these are all my fitness-only programs. We have the Earn That Muscle four-week program that includes three amazing full-body strength videos. Also includes six pack videos, a full four week calendar and guidelines to get ripped in four weeks. So earn that muscle is something you can now start now earn that summer body the 21 day challenge just happened as a group and that is now complete but now you can actually go ahead and buy the program and do it on your own you can start that now and earn that score which is your six pack so core but saying score uh, earn that score also you can start now these are the videos from the holiday challenge last year people loved them it was all six pack so if you're sort of trying to get toned right now it's summertime you want to Work and Chisel That Six-Pack to Earn That Score program. It's a two-week program. Awesome as well. All these programs are available to start now only for this summer, and then I will take them down. But you get one-year access to the program as well. So if you do start now and you have a vacation coming up, first of all, all these videos are so awesome to use on a vacation because you can do them online. So as long as you have internet access, like you go into that hotel gym, you throw on your video, you can get an awesome six pack workout while you're there or full body strength, whatever it is, you can do them, but you do get access for an entire year to any of these programs. Go to shockthatbody.com and you can get all the information on all the fitness programs. And if you are looking for nutrition help, Go ahead and email me, kim at earnthatbody.com. Let me know what you're looking for and I will assess which of my programs is best for you. Have an awesome week. Make it a healthy one and maybe think about these five different lessons and see if there's any that you need to learn from as well. Take care. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to earnthatbody.com or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube.